0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Grow My Salon Business podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Whitaker, and as usual, it's great to have you here with me today. Now, remember, every fourth podcast, I'm addressing questions that you, the listeners, send in. So feel free to drop me an email or DM me at Grow My Salon Business with your questions, and I'll pick one out every month that I feel is applicable to the widest possible audience. So with that said, on with today's episode. I often get questions uh, that are sort of asked in different ways, but they're all along the lines of saying something like, I get a lot of new clients, but I never seem to grow. Where am I going wrong? So today, I want to talk a little about the role of marketing and what marketing really is. For many salon owners, they are focused on growth, and that's a positive thing, but Oftentimes, all their attention, time, money, energy is focused on attracting new clients into the business. But the problem is that they're only addressing one component of what marketing really is. You see, what you should do is think of marketing as being like a three legged stool. And one of those legs is about generating new clients. However, like a three legged stool, there are another two legs to the stool the second leg of the stool is what i call client conversion and what i mean by that is that the objective isn't just to get the client in once it's to get them to come back again and again and again and hopefully they become a regular client and that is the second leg of the three-legged stool the third leg is getting them to stay as long as possible and that is client retention so there's three legs the first leg is client generation, and that is attracting new clients. The second leg is client conversion, which is turning those new clients into regulars. And the third leg is client retention, meaning keeping them as long as possible. Now, in my experience, I believe that there are three main reasons why clients don't come back. First of all, it's because they didn't like the end result. In other words, they simply weren't happy with their haircut, or their colour, or their facial, or their manicure, or whatever the service was that they had. They weren't happy with it. Secondly, they didn't feel that what they got was good value, meaning that it's not necessarily that it was too expensive, but that they thought that for the price charged, that wasn't warranted for what they received. And the third reason is because they didn't like the experience. And in my experience, in most cases, People don't come back because of that third reason. They didn't like the experience. Now, let me give you an example. And this could be in any salon anywhere and with varying degrees of dissatisfaction. But I use it to illustrate an example. So let me set the scene for you. I love being a client in a salon, and my wife, Melinda, also loves being a client. And obviously, because our business is based on helping salon owners succeed, we're very aware of the client experience when we visit a salon as a regular, anonymous, paying client. Anyway, Melinda went to a new beauty therapist for a leg wax and purposefully got the last appointment of the day. I'm going to talk you through what her experience was like from a client's point of view. So, she arrives at an empty shop. Okay. This is the last appointment of the day. She's five minutes early for her last appointment, but the, uh, the beauty therapist is literally standing at the front door, looking up and down the street, waiting for her to arrive. So as soon as she, uh, walks into the shop, the beauty therapist officer or sorry, ushers her straight through to the room and, uh, you know, locks the front door behind her and, you know, just ushers her straight through to the room. So. She didn't introduce herself. There was no warmth. There was no, let me take your coat. Let me take your bag. Is this your first time here? There was there was none of that. It was just, oh, come on straight through. I'll just close the door. I'll be right down with you in a second. You know, first door on the left. You know, that, that sort of approach. So... Melinda goes into the beauty room and, you know, you, you go into a, a room that you've never been into for the first time. You've got your bag, you've got your coat, you've got whatever it is, uh, you know, your phone. And it takes a, a few seconds, I'm assuming, to sort of familiarise yourself with that space. It was There was no one there to say, you know, put your bag here, put your phone there, hang your coat up there. Would you like a drink? There, there was none of that. There was no... Atmosphere. There, there was just a desire uh, to get the job done as quickly as as I can, uh, so that I can go. That was the the approach. So. You know, all of a sudden, like as a client, she's feeling eh, not particularly wanted. She's feeling rushed. And what can be, could be, should be a nice experience is now starting to feel a little bit like a nuisance. And so, you know, th- there's no consultation. It's just straight into it. It's just like, you know, get your jeans off, get straight up on the bed uh, and I'll be right with you. And we get straight into it. Now, there's there's no explaining of the process there's no education about what i'm using or how long it will take or is there anything you particularly like or don't like it's just rush 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 now i'm sure you're getting the idea and uh and just to be clear this woman is the owner of the business so i think you you know sometimes you need to understand bad service bad experience to, to look at something from a client's perspective and, and feel what it feels like to be on the other end of it. So, you know, as she's going through the, you know, the leg wax process, uh, Melinda happened to ask her something about – um staff and I, i i don't know the exact words that she said but she was you know starting a conversation about are you the only one here or or something like that anyway this uh salon owner uh um said to her uh i can't find staff no one wants to work these days the problem with this generation is fill in the blank um and even if they do apply for an interview then half of them don't even bother to show up and, and, you know, the questions or, or statements like, you know, when I started out 20 years ago, um, you know, in, in other words, she was just moaning and groaning and just grumbling away to a client. So how does it feel to be the client on the other end of that? As Melinda said to me, it it wasn't at all motivating, it wasn't pleasant, it wasn't a nice experience. I was just talking to a woman who was only in her late 30s, maybe early 40s, who was bitter, twisted, tired and over it. So... You know, what would be the opportunity for a new employee? Would someone really want to work with her just to be berated every day? Uh, Is is that sort of experience and that work environment aspirational for a young 20-year-old wanting to get into the industry? Why would anyone want to work there? And just to be clear, this was a beautiful salon, a very expensive fit out, uh, you know, a beautiful space. But you wouldn't want to work there, as Melinda said. She's lying there getting her legs waxed, thinking, "I wouldn't want to work here either." And then when it was time to leave, you know, she she said, "Literally, of course, I wouldn't go back there. It, it wasn't a bad leg wax, but." It was a totally depressing experience so you know she went there in the first place because this business had done the first step of the three-legged stool well in other words client acquisition finding new clients but fell woefully short with the second step which is client conversion because Well, the experience was terrible, and even though it was in a beautiful space with a beautiful fit out and uh, it, it, it was expensive, it wasn't cheap, she didn't do a bad job, but she wouldn't go back there because it was such a terrible experience. So, let's just uh, let that go for a minute. I find it depressing even talking about it. But as I say, sometimes you you have to look at it from the client's perspective uh, uh, to to step back and and look at what's actually happening. So, there's another another two places that uh, Melinda. Will usually go to um and she couldn't go to to one of them because it just wasn't convenient it's was too far away and uh the other place the uh the the therapist there uh was off i believe she was off with covid um and the thing about going to that one is she does a very good job now um it's at a lower price point but that's not the attraction. The real attraction was that she does a good job. Uh, as Melinda said to me it, it's you know she's not particularly organized um you know in terms of confirming appointments or booking ahead or anything like that she's not particularly organized but she's a bright happy uh she does a she does a good job she's friendly, she's positive and you know even though and there's nothing wrong with this the the um furnishings etc are are all ikea uh, it's not a particularly plush or lavish sort of environment but you still walk out of there having had a a good job done and B, a um a pleasant experience you'd go back there on a regular basis now the third place that i mentioned is the place that she likes to go but it's you know a little bit too a bit further away basically so it's just not as convenient always to you know to spend 40 minutes to to drive somewhere to to get a leg wax and spend another 40 minutes to drive back Uh, but this place she goes to it is the most expensive of the three they do a great job and she consistently has a great experience now as i said highest price out of the three of them but she'd go there all the time if it was more convenient she always says when she comes back oh my god i love that you know big fluffy white towels they give you a nice warm robe to put on the refreshments are great there's great energy they're so professional you know the music and and you know all of the stuff is is just that sort of half hour out of your life or however long it takes that that turns something which isn't I'm imagining. i don't get, i don't get my legs waxed but you know it, it isn't a, a pleasant experience but they make it a very pleasant experience so just step back from that a, a minute and 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 ask yourself this question about as a client are your expectations being met in relation to the experience you had and what you had to pay the first example is a definite no even though it was a beautiful fit out it was expensive the leg wax wasn't bad but it was all completely overshadowed by the you know the, the therapist who was doing it and just being completely unaware of you know trying to create a, uh, a nice experience, a nurturing experience, a pleasant experience for the client and fail to do that and they're not coming back and you're certainly not going to keep them long-term. So just to recap, um, growth and marketing is a three-legged stool. The first leg is client generation, attracting new clients. So the, the second uh, uh leg is client conversion, turning those new clients into regulars. And the third stool is client retention, keeping them as long as possible. One of the things I always say to hairdressers, to beauty therapists, to you know, barbers, whatever, is that you should be a client in another business. It's, in many ways, it's the best education that you can ever get to feel what it feels like to be a client and go in and pay for it whether you're getting a a haircut, a blowout, a a treatment, a manicure, a colour, whatever it is, feel what it feels like to be a client. It, It is a great education. And when I was talking about marketing before and I talked about the, you know, the three-legged stall, there's also a, a, a very good uh, definition I once heard of marketing. And it was that marketing is about making a promise. And I think you do that with the first leg, client generation, to get new people in. Marketing is about making a promise. And then the second and third leg is and then consistently delivering on the promise every day with every client, every time. I think that's a great definition of what marketing is really all about. Because otherwise, you're just focused on the first one, which is getting new clients in. But if you are not delivering on the second and third client conversion and client retention, you're not growing. And that is ultimately the purpose of this question. The other thing I just want to mention is that You know, I talk to a lot of salon owners in different countries and over the last, you know, year or so, I talk to a lot of them that do feel a bit beaten up, you know, um, they maybe had staff leave, maybe they're in debt, maybe they've lost a lot of money uh, and they're exhausted, you know, emotionally, mentally, and sometimes financially. And sometimes I hear them and I think to myself, do you know what? You just need a holiday. You need to get away. You should hear yourself. I mean, there's, there's one person in particular, uh, and uh, I, I see um, that person on social media, and I think, oh, my God, you were not like this, you know, three or four years ago, you were so positive and optimistic. And and now on social media, they come across, and I dare say they do in person as well, they come across as as worn out, as bitter and twisted and tired and over it. And I just want to say to them, do you know what? Take a break. You need a holiday. You need to get away from this. You need to recharge your batteries. You need to come back at this rejuvenated, dust yourself off and get back in there and go another round, so to speak. OK, so let me leave you with some next steps here. Uh, first thing I want you to do is I want you to sit down. And I want you to make a list of what is the experience that you want every client to have? Okay, so you know, write down all the 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 things that you want every client to experience on their journey through your salon. The second thing I want you to do is uh, client generation. I want you to write down what are five things that you're going to focus on between now and the end of this year to generate new clients into your business. And then the next thing I want you to do is client conversion. So I want you to consciously list. Five things that you're going to focus on to convert those new clients, those people that have come in once, what are you going to consciously do to get them to come back a second and third time? Or are you just going to cross your fingers and hope? And then the third thing is what are five things that you will do to focus on retaining your regular clients long term? So that's the client retention. Now, I have a lot of resources that can help you out with this. The first one is, uh, well, the podcast. There's a lot of great people, a lot of great wisdom that comes on this podcast every week uh, from different salon owners all over the world, some of them very well-known, some of them less well-known. But I often find some great ideas from people that uh, don't necessarily have big, successful, you know, internationally known salons, but they think outside the box and they do some, you know, unique uh, and interesting things. Things. So, you know, I recommend checking out all the uh, episodes on the podcast. Uh, then, of course, we have our YouTube channel. So there's all the two-minute salon manager videos on the Grow My Salon Business YouTube channel. Again, they're free. And then we have some paid resources. So we have our Grow Books. Uh, a lot of the stuff I've spoken about today, uh, there are things that will help you out with that in our books, uh, Grow for Marketing or Grow 3 Team or, or Grow 2 Management. And, uh, and then, of course, we will be relaunching our salon management course in the last part of this year. So uh, visit us at growmysalonbusiness.com to find out all about the salon management course and register your interest. And we'll let you know as soon as that is open for enrollment. So that is a wrap until next week when I bring another great guest to you on the Grow My Salon Business podcast. So in the meantime, don't hesitate to jump into our Instagram or Facebook feed at Grow My Salon Business and share your thoughts. And until then, keep safe and I'll look forward to speaking to you next week.